0: This is Fusion Music Radio's Birds of a Feather. We are an indie music-focused show rife with witty, fuck-laden, insanely interesting, and unhinged banter. Now, our fascinating, fun features and thematic song submissions will certainly confuse, infuse, and delight you. And you're asking, well, who is this crazy lady that's talking? Well, as you know, I'm Christina Baldwin, vocalist for the band Ascent. I'm out of control. Bad. The North Star with Spanish eyes and a baby face moving in mysterious ways. I'm in the city of blinding lights filled with desire, hoping for elevation and singing a song for someone. Breathe in every breaking wave. It's the sweetest thing. Let's start the unforgettable fire without pride in the name of love. I'll do it with or without you.
1: Gee, after such a lofty introduction, I'll take us back down to Earth for the mere mortals amongst us and tell you that I'm Professor P. Soup. And I'm the type of guy that likes to roam around, you know. I'm never in one place, I roam from town to town. Mm -hmm. And when I find myself falling for some girl, you know, you can handle this kind of thing any way you like, but me, I hop right in that car of mine and drive around the world, okay? Because I'm the wanderer. All right, let's go.
0: All right, well, let's get off and running with bird banter. This is how we like to start, Birds of a Feather. And today, what will we be talking about? Well, I've come up with something crazy and fun, something that we all think about, something that we all do. We all have essential driving songs.
2: <laughs>
0: right? Every single one of us has some. So let's talk about first what are some of the essential driving songs that the public at large says are their favorite. And I've gone to, again, this time now was 12 different sources. And here are some of them. So, Talking Heads, Road to Nowhere, Simon and Garfunkel, America, Mm -hmm. Almond Brothers Band, Ramblin' Man. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah,
1: yeah, they got some. Lord,
0: there. I was born a ram- yeah. I mean, come on.
1: I, I'm one. I know there, there's one going to be there that's probably on both of our lists, but I should have thought of Ramblin' Man because that definitely qualifies. It's a great yeah.
0: one. Yeah. Leonard Skinner's Sweet Home Alabama. Come mm-hmm. on, I love that song. Elton John's Tiny Dancer. Queens, I want to break free. Ah. Hell yeah. Prince, Little Red Corvette. Tom Petty, Free Fallin'. Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, White Snake, Here I Go Again, U2, Where the Streets Have No Name, ELO, Mr. Blue Sky, oh. Knights of Cydonia, Muse, and Frankie Goes to Hollywood, Relax.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, they're really on to something with that one there.
0: I I mean, there's a lot of these, and I'm like, oh, that was a good one, but some of them I, I don't get. Mm. You know, some of them I'm like, uh...
1: Some, a lot, some of them are like, oh, yeah, now that you mention it. But- yeah,
0: that's a good one. But they did not make my list. So, David, I'm dying to hear your list of essential driving songs.
1: Oh, I go first? Yes, you go oh, first. okay, because I know you would have said this one. Well, actually, maybe not, but... If you thought about it, it's one of those. If you think about it, this is—I think everybody's. I'm—I'm I'm amazed. Obviously, we're talking kids here. Because no,
0: it's—it's it's multiple sources. Wow. Honestly, it's all over the
1: place. Okay, how in the ELF <laughs> does Deep Purple's Highway Star not find its way on there? Okay, that is—and honestly, with this one, you know, know you all concerned that that is the—the the driving song of all time. Okay, and uh, for my list, I'm going to go with. Um, uh, not personal deep cuts, just mostly fair radio fare that everybody knows. That's
0: what I have. to Yeah,
1: absolutely, because you know. Because
0: I got deep cuts too. Yeah, although, but, um, I'm with radio fare.
1: Uh, although there was a song there I was scratching my head about I had never heard of before, mm. but um, uh, yeah, Deep Purple Highway Start. Well, I, but this one I think the title is a bonus. The fact that it's a called Highway is just a that's a great that's a great uh, feature. But thematically, it is so consistent. The verses start with. Nobody's going to take my car, my girl, my head. But in every single verse, there's that theme. There's that motif of the driving of the automobile. Nobody's going to take my car. I'm going to race it to the ground. Nobody's going to take my girl, skip a line, and he says she stays close on every bend. See, we're still thinking, driving, driving, driving. Nobody's going to take my head. i got speed inside my brain now that I'm on the road again. It's just the tempo of it is the perfect driving pace And, uh, I mean, the thing's been covered by everybody. Black Mamba, I love them, did it. uh, Chicken Foot. Uh, I think it's one of everybody's top favorite driving songs. If they think about it, they're going to go, Wow, damn it, the old guy's right. You see what I get for being so young? Because he just named the perfect driving song. And uh, probably number two, again, that a lot of people are going to go, Oh, when they hear it. L.A. Woman by the Doors. Oh, okay, that's this great. Is, well, it's not only it just it was written for that. I mean, it just but or or you could say Riders on the Storm, but especially the rocking L.A. Woman. When I uh, first vacationed out in California many years ago with the first wife and kids, um, that's when I really caught the bug, the California bug, you know. And I had to go out at night on the street, and I was driving on those dark streets. It was so cool, and Ellie Woman was playing. And it's just like, this is California. I mean, this is the absolute ultimate California song. And I've seen it performed by four different, by two different bands, four times. It is just that's my, that's one of my ultimate rock anthems, and certainly driving songs. As I recall, one DJ putting it, The Doors is the sound of California by night. The sound of California by day, according to him. The Beach Boys Mm -hmm. And who could argue No I couldn't argue what Beach Boys song Please Any of them Any of them The best thing you can possibly do If you're going to drive Is pop in Like I have this great 30 song Beach Boys set Just pop that sucker in And drive 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 till your daddy Takes your T-Bird away (laughs) And um, that is That's like the perfect Anything by The Beach Boys And a lot of stuff By The Doors But especially L.A. Woman And a little bit later stuff I have to add to that Um uh, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. I mean, it's just, a, just that monstrous riffs. It kicks so much ass. And, and I'm not a fast driver. I drive like a little old lady, not the one from Pasadena. And um, <laughs> I don't drive fast. I don't drive fast at all. But that very feeling slow. of driving, just the feeling of eating up ground. I don't like to make noise either. I hate that shit. Um, a quiet, slow driver, like a little old lady, only not quite as old and not quite as much of a lady. But, um, I love songs like "Welcome to the Jungle" in the car, and another one—very some, some of the old dinosaur stuff. This is the dinosaur edition. "Life in the Fast Lane" by the Eagles, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> much maligned in "Winging It."
1: That's right, and uh, not by us. And like "Heart," "Barracuda," stuff Aww. like that. Just you're behind the wheel and you're dun 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 Come yeah. on, or uh, classic. Prague hard rock fair from the seventies from my school days, like "Carry On, Wayward Motherfucker" or (laughs) "Wayward Son" by Kansas, (laughs) stuff like that. Uh, I know there's a lot of newer, cute stuff that's uh, good, but that's my uh, that's my old uh, old guy list. That's my fossil list. Nice. What do you got?
0: That's a lot of good stuff. Well, we'll see what your responses are to mine, because I was really down with yours. There's, There's things in that list I certainly didn't think of.
1: Oh, honorable mentions, as we often do. The Rolling Stones' Midnight Rambler, the live version... The one that's on Get Your Eyes yeah, Out and on Hot Rocks, which is one of the must-have quintessential rock compilations of all time, Rolling Stones' Hot Rocks. The one that's on there, not the studio version, is that is Midnight Rambler. Forget about it. That is the ultimate driving song. And I think Led Zeppelin, if I had to pick one, Misty Mountain Hop just sounds so good when you're behind the wheel. So those would be honorable mentions for me. What do you got, Love it. Kiddo.
0: Well, um, again, I I will say, uh, have me uh, totally beat on those. Those are amazing. So I went a different direction, uh, but they're my driving songs. One of them is Sweet Dreams by Yes. There is just something about that song. The bass just comes in, and it just gets me going. Nothing like a good Squire bass line, to be honest. So... Take Me Out by Franz Ferdinand. It's a newer, not really new, but newer song. Great, again, great rhythms. Kind of gets me going, gets me excited. And there are four songs by Muse. Knights of Cydonia, which appeared on the Essential Driving Songs list. So I recall. Starlight, Mm -hmm. Absolution, and Our Time is Running Out. Those are on every driving list of mine. I have to hear them. Synchronicity 2 by The Police. Oh, good one, yeah. I'm telling you. Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden, Always. Rock and Roll Fantasy, Bad Company, Radioactive, The Firm, Life's Been Good, Joe Walsh, every single road trip these songs come up, every single time, Rock Me Tonight or In the Dark by Billy Squire, and Mm. Renegade by Styx.
1: Oh, man.
0: Those are some, they just, they get me going, they get me hyped up, they get me excited. Honorable mentions, Levon, Elton John, Beautiful Day U2, and Judas by Lady Gaga.
1: Wow. Oh, uh, I, I was going to ask you if you knew that air period of sticks right there, uh, pieces of eight. That's the, the tour oh, I saw yes. them on. Rene- that was the tour that I saw them on with Angel. Uh, fantastic, and uh, that Renegade. Oh. I was just thinking about that the other day. What's well, a oh. Tommy Shaw song he wrote and sings it? But that blistering ass solo oh is James God. Young. He's a madman. These guys are absolutely. I mean. You cannot dismiss Sticks as a pop group. They rock hard as fuck, these guys. They really do. And, uh, yeah, they got Sweet Harmony, so what? I love Sticks, and I'm so glad to, to see you mention them. The well, memes, and
0: Billy Squire. You've got to be pretty oh, impressed with oh, me. And Joe Walsh?
1: Yeah. Come on. Especially, especially, especially Billy Squire. I that, mean... I mean in the Dark, oh, oh my goodness, Lonely is the Night Billy Squard, don't say no, what a badass what record What a
0: badass one record One I have not
1: reacquired, and yes, I know kids I know you can listen to everything all the time on Spotify But I just, I like having records, and that's one I've had my sights on
0: Something know. magic about having records, I I'm get it I'm telling
1: you, it's your record, even even if it's not physical It's yours, as opposed right. to going out and saying Please, can I play this? I know I'm paying for it But, you know, just going out to play somebody else's song I'd rather play my own but a uh, great list Except for the Muse stuff You sort of turned me on to And I like them What I've heard a lot But I'm not familiar With any of those songs But I did I really did like them I mean, Unless they're on uh, The Spotify playlist You sent me
0: They I think they actually All they are on They probably are Because yeah, I cause like I,
1: The titles didn't stick with me but yeah. I remember thinking, "Wow, this is this is real rock. This They're is anthemic. good." They're yeah. yeah. anthemic, and I
0: like that anthemic. That when you're driving, you need that. Like, yep. you know, it's like three in the morning, and I'm driving like cross country, or I'm driving somewhere, and I should have left hours ago. And I'm like, I just needed that to pump me up. And those will do it. I have a surprise twist for you on no. this, though. But
1: those kids out there, honestly, no rock and roll all night. You did it to me on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Play it out or not It still works But go ahead It still works
0: Well I also happened upon Brian Johnson's Essential list of driving songs
1: Brian Johnson of ACDC Yes No way And I thought it would be fun Oh hell yeah Especially since the shellacking We gave them on uh, We sure (laughs) did On winging it On winging it And I like them too I like Brian Johnson I like them both Sorry guys No offense But uh, the the band's just a little overrated But anyway Yes
0: Little Anyway (laughs) (laughs) So um, War Why Can't We Be Friends Oh, Oh, ZZ Top, LaGrange. The Who's Magic Bus. Wow. Led Zeppelin, whole lot of love.
1: You notice they all like the dun, 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 dun. They all have that pulse. Driving, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all of them.
0: George Thorogood, bad to the bone. Any
1: Thorogood fits that bill. Who do you love? It's a cover.
0: John McLean, uh, American Pie. Oh, man. Rolling Stones, start me up. Oh, So interesting, I just thought I'd share his list Of driving songs I definitely am down with Whole Lot of Love, although of all the Zeppelin songs Probably not the most peppy But still a great song um, Start Me Up always will get me going American Pie puts me to sleep, it's like 7 hours long I'm out uh, George Thurgood, Bad to the Bone I'm so out with George <laughs> Thorogood. I don't get it I'm like, what's up with that, I gotta go As soon as I hear that come on It quickly hit the button You mean
1: his amazing vocals don't win you over?
0: And then we go to the Who's <laughs> Magic Bus and again, well, as I discussed at length, I, you know, I'm not on the Who bandwagon. Although I know they're very talented. ZZ Top, of course. War. Why can't we be friends? Uh, why didn't I think yes, of that? I know. I mean, or, low-rider. Come on. or low-rider. <laughs> Low Rider, or Low Rider, low ra uh, I mean on. <laughs> You've got the voice for that <laughs> So I thought that would be A fun twist To hear what Brian Johnson's Essential driving songs are But Very very interesting And I really think Driving songs are very much You know Personal They're very personal It's what it does What gets you going What gets yep. you hyped up I'm surprised not to hear Any kiss on yours though
1: well, I, I did was really say, shocked I did want to say Rock and roll all night But it's such It's so played out It's so typical It's like their biggest anthem And everything I, But that would do it but anything kiss and It would be deep cuts And I was avoiding The deep cuts
0: Gotcha but, uh, Okay oh, There are you. certainly
1: Kiss deep cuts That I, I uh, could have Thrown in there Yeah there's
0: a ton Of like yes stuff And King Crimson stuff That oh, I would have Put in dreams. here
1: That's a good choice But oh. it's that's certainly A deep cut But it's really good Yeah
0: It was on. It was a single Which is why I picked it Because it was ah, a single If it wasn't true. a single that's Then true. they would have Classified it as a deep cut But it was a single So I thought Well they may not know What it. it is Like it's on Every single time I have it There's a but we have a playlist and this is Christina's playlist. And it has to be on it. So uh those are that well that concludes rather our bird banter section. Now it is up to you to restate the theme and top ten details for this week, David.
1: That's a bad move, I think. Is to it? Have me do it? Yeah. And the theme was, in keeping with the cheesy bird metaphors and puns, lunacy, anything crazy. Crazy people, crazy times, crazy nights, crazy days, crazy thoughts. uh, Send us us your crazy songs, or maybe we'll reach out and find you, uh, and we'll see what we came up with. But we certainly did. We came up with a full roster of ten, and we're going to get to that in a few minutes. So get ready for some crazy. Starting with song number ten. All right, song number ten. Well, one way of being crazy is being highly sensitive, and that's the name of the song by Portobello Express, which is not a novel uh, pizza variety. This is a terrific band. We played on Butterflies and Hurricanes, so says Christina. I thought it was on this show, but <laughs> sorry, I did. <laughs> See what happens? You burn out. <laughs> you burn out and say, "Yeah, we played them on the show. I, I never even was on." You know, you, just, you start. It all starts to blur reality and fantasy. So. All right. So, according to you, butterflies and hurricanes—fantastic group, though. And this song is, is is like my generation. I'm always talking about you know the music of my time and stuff like that. Well, this is like that, or perhaps the '80s. Raw, guitar-driven, uh, female-fronted, which is always good. This is just classic. Power trio riffing like Cream Meets Missing Persons. It's everything good in pop and acid rock and psychedelia just thrown into one. I love this tune by Portobello Express. Here comes Highly Sensitive. Portobello Express highly sensitive that brings us to feature number one it's my turn for this feature we discuss how bands or artists were discovered. We know what happened once they hit the music scene, but how they get there? Who was it? What strange twist of fate or personal or divine intervention brought them into our consciousness? Talk about a gift to mankind. The incredible Bob Dylan. Now Christina, obviously, is a little slow on the uptake. She has not learned her lesson not to throw me these plum subjects because I'm going to do what I did wow. with Diamond Dogs. It's tough love. I have to teach you a lesson, Cookie. I'm sorry. You start me off on Dylan, it's like getting me off on Diamond Dogs. What was that about? That uh, ah. eighty-five minute segment there on Diamond Dogs.
0: So I'm getting what I deserve.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is well, it's, it's it's for your own good, okay. Uh, and so, how was Mister Dylan discovered by Joan Baez? Another folk rock legend, though nobody has attained legend status like Dylan. Joan Baez should be known to all of you. Uh, they were introduced while coming up in New York's flourishing folk scene. Man, all the coffee shop uh, hip, hipsters and beard scratchers talking about their novel new ideas. 1961, the year I was. Born When this happened She launched his career By sharing her stage With him Because she was already More of an established artist They toured together For a few years Before breaking up As a musical team And a couple Which they were The duets performed During those shows Are things of legend Such as Blowing in the wind The water is wide I dreamed I saw St. Augustine And they performed together On the legendary Rolling Thunder Review Tour 75-76 And I might mention those performances uh, later on because (laughs) they were very electric, but her farewell tour was peppered with Dylan covers because, in her words, quote, they're the best fucking songs we have. They mean a lot to me, and they're just beautifully written. They were created by an extraordinary machine, and, quote, I wouldn't call him a machine, but he's an extraordinary uh, figure, an extraordinary talent. These are a half dozen songs that are believed to be about her. There are various theories about who they're about, but he certainly writes lots of ladies' songs, such as A 1963's girl from the North Country, Visions of Johanna, 1966. Just like a woman. You know these songs, 66 again. Absolutely sweet Marie, 66. (laughs) I gotta do the Dylan voice. Leopard skin pillbox hat, which is on blonde on blonde. You don't, what is he, what is he, you
0: don't own fucking blonde on blonde. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay because he has a copy to give him.
1: (laughs) Jack Black's Barry in this film that we're constantly talking about, uh, high fidelity 1966, absolutely sweet Marie. Uh sixty six. Sixty six again. Sad eyed Lady of the Lowlands. Ah, oh, beautiful stuff. Sixty nine. Lady, Lee. You know that with the pedal steel guitar that you can hear already in your head. Grammatically incorrect as it might be, everybody knows it should be Lie Lady Lie, but it just doesn't have the same ring, and it as doesn't. we as we've discussed, grammar and music are uh, not They're not synonymous. They're not synonymous at all. In fact they, they often cannot coincide. Uh, Sarah Brownsville Girl, 1986, and 2009, My Wife's Hometown. How is it I don't know that one? Because I have just about everything he's ever done post-2000, as I'll say. Anyway, but were any of these about Joan Baez? We may never know. Among his incredible achievements, he's won a Pulitzer Prize, a Nobel Prize in Literature, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, and seven Grammys discovered by another artist giving him a leg up. How cool is that? So, always uh, support your fellow artists if you can. Next thing you know, they're a Bob Dylan. Now, Bob Dylan's debut album was put out in 1962. Now, a lot of people put out albums in 1962, and many of them are still alive, but... How many of them put out albums in 2020? A full-length album of all brand-new material, which peaked at number one in more than 10 countries and number two in the United States and Australia. The Daily Telegraph's Neil McCormick hailed the album as one long, magnificent ride for his most loyal fans. The wise old poet has stirred up a cryptic cauldron of truths and clues, philosophy, myths, and magic. And that's really a good way to put it. L.A. Times called it a savage pulp noir masterpiece. This is a man who's almost 80 years old now. A vaccine against culture's shrinking expectations. And haven't we talked about how the bar being set so low that anybody can be a big star? They don't have to be able to write. They don't have to be able to sing. They don't have to be able to do anything. For all of his legend status, he still talks like the everyman. Only he gets more crazy and more... Loose and wild With every single record Even if you don't Think you know him You do know some of his songs Because have been Covered by almost everybody uh, Most notably Make You Feel My Love Everybody's done that song Mr. Tambourine Man Quinn the Eskimo The Mighty Quinn Jimi Hendrix All Along the Watchtower I Hello mean. And incredibly enough, the Rolling Thunder Review Tour, the version they did on that one was more electrifying and more incendiary than Hendrix's. I mean, he was a real barn burning stuff. Sometimes the covers of Dylan have gone rather badly, as in the case of Guns N' Roses knocking on Heaven's Door. Oh, no. Hi, hi, hi. I'm out. Oh. I'm out. You know, I mean, I'm all about individual liberties, but maybe one little constitutional amendment to keep Guns N' Roses from doing covers ever again for the greater good. What do you think? <laughs> 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 we put on a referendum. Let the people decide. I'd sign you know. a petition. I'd, I'd sign up for that. Yeah, and uh, you look at Bob Dylan. You can tell this is an old guy, but in his heart, pff, listen to his music and see. And. Uh, A lot of people don't like his voice, and he's had several over his career. But I do urge you to listen to Bob Dylan again, if it's one of those things that you've just kind of written off and said, nah, I'm out, I don't like the sound of this guy. Before, he became a real rock and roll in 1965 at the Newport Folk Festival. He scandalized the coffee house Beard Scratchers by playing a Fender Stratocaster on stage. And everybody was like, no, you sell out. You're supposed to play acoustic and sing, uh, you know, protest songs. And he's like, "Eh, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. That's what he's been doing ever since. Defying age, defying retirement, the master of the story song. I mean, Chuck Berry was doing it first, Johnny Cash around the same time, but nobody has put it down like Bob Dylan. Many of them first person. Uh, he's, He's in it. It's me. He's doing it himself. Warts and all, a human being with all of his foibles, sort of an Elmore Leonard, uh, Quentin Tarantino approach, Uh, people who are living on the fringes, not necessarily the most law-abiding or the most making the best choices. We totally believe every one of them when he tells these stories. Of late, he's been telling historic accounts. The album Tempest uh, and the title track, in fact, is 17 minutes about the sinking of the Titanic. No chorus, no repeats, all new words for 17 straight minutes. And the brand new album has another 17-minute epic that's a second disc that comes with it about the assassination of John F. Kennedy. I mean, that is uh, that's a pretty astounding thing to do called Murder Most Foul. That was a single, too. So uh, this is... You really got to check out Dylan uh, Old and New... If you have somehow missed them, so yeah, do dive in to check out Bob Dylan. Well, we learned an important lesson tonight. Never try to teach Christina a lesson I, <laughs> I said, oh yeah, well I'll show you Forgive me, Bob Dylan and, and what happened? I went on and on and on And now I have to edit it out So it ends up coming back on me It backfires Oh, so definitely don't try to teach Christina a lesson It will only blow up in your face So, However, you What do you think about Mr. Dylan? Am I, am I wrong in recalling That you weren't particularly enamored of his voice? Is that what it was?
0: Yeah, I think he's a fantastic poet Obviously he's a legend For me, unfortunately, his voice is legendarily bad. I just can't listen to it. Um, It's really hard on me. I like to hear other people cover his songs because I think they're pure poetry. I, I tried. I tried so many times. I can't even tell you. But no, I don't like his voice, but he's one of the best songwriters. That ever lived.
1: He's responsible for Jimi Hendrix, who I've mentioned on a number of occasions, not really the best singer in rock history, although a very, very fine songwriter. Uh, it was listening to Dylan that inspired Hendrix to get over his reluctance to sing and actually do his own vocals, because a lot of great guitar players have singers working for them. Santana, Robin Trower, uh, a lot of these guys just don't do their own singing. But uh, Hendrix decided he would, and it was largely thanks to Bob Dylan. So, uh, you'd actually prefer Hendrix yeah. over Dylan, Yes, and, and, and maybe,
0: maybe we don't want to encourage that. There's some people I think should just be songwriters and kind of, you know, be in the background doing their, their brilliance and letting somebody else do the singing who, you know, is a singer.
1: Like, um, like Bruce Springsteen, I get it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they've each been covered by a great many people. In fact, some of their uh, better known songs are actually covered. So yeah, the two of them, uh, I think they have that in common. That's about all they have in common, but
0: yeah. You know, again, I have lots of unpopular opinions, and I'm sure that is definitely one of them, but it's the truth, and I do not lie.
1: It's okay. We don't mind. Don't worry. We'll we'll edit that. We'll cherry pick that segment. And speaking of cherries, weren't you just about to tell us something? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I don't have to say that. <laughs> It
0: sounds like you're sitting here for some sexual discussion about losing my virginity or something. Weren't you about to tell us about your cherry?
1: No, that actually wasn't where I was going at all.
0: (laughs) So song number nine is by a band called Cherry Bomb 13, and in 2016, Ascent did a Northwest tour. We shared the stage with Cherry Bomb 13. It was an absolute pleasure, and we keep hoping to get back to Oregon to play again with them and the other few bands we played with while on tour. They actually submitted a song called Crazed, so obviously fits the theme. And uh, they are, as I mentioned, in Portland, Oregon, and they are a rock band. So we were impressed with the showmanship, tightness, rock star energy, and command of the stage that they showed us in 2016, and this song combines 80s metal guitar riffs with vocals reminiscent of Ian Astonbury of the cult. Their swagger jumps out of the speakers with wailing lead guitar and killer female bass. This is Crazed.
1: And song number eight is by a band that's named after a country. Just think of any country. First one that pops to your mind? No, not that one. Djibouti. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Close. That was your second, at no, least, right? Second. Yeah, that was your second choice. All right, uh, Djibouti uh, began, uh, founded in Pennsylvania, still at large, has uh, spread across the country, as I understand it. A mere army of two, consisting of Mister Eric Meany and. Bruce Baldwin of Ascent. The title of the song and the subject of the song, I have always thought, would be the ultimate defense attorney's uh, gambit. Uh, It wasn't me, Your Honor. It wasn't me, ladies and gentlemen, of the jury. It was my cyborg Muppet doppelganger. And doesn't everybody have one? What a drag that you can't bring this cyborg Muppet doppelganger to justice. Well, so here this unsettling tale of a man believed, insane, and accused of wrong deeds actually committed by is Cyborg Muppet Doppelganger. Six. Djibouti Cyborg Muppet Doppelganger Now I know you're going to Wonder where to find them Because everybody knows How to spell Djibouti Off the top of their head But sure. just in the off chance I'll spell it for you They're on Facebook At Djibouti Music D-J-I-B-O-U-T-I Music
0: Alright, feature number two, the pecking order For this feature we pit one similar artist against another And determine the pecking order However, this time we have decided to betray our own rules And we are actually looking at three different bands Fronted by Paul Rogers So we are comparing Bad Company, The Firm, and Free I definitely have a pecking order Bad Company number one, The Firm number two, and Free number three
1: yeah, I'm gonna go with that order too. I think, and on paper, it's surprising when you think about. Okay, we're talking about bands that all have Paul Rogers as the frontman. Hey man, there's no fear, but um, uh, so he wins either way. So that's right. <laughs> so he he can tune in without fear. You know? <laughs> <I know. laughs> Somebody tell him, please. Yes, <laughs> please. Let him know. Okay, he's gonna win no matter what. That's right. Uh, I would. Well, first of all, I'm much more familiar with Bad Company uh, than I am with the others. Now, on paper, it might seem surprising. That Bad Company would come first As it does with me also Especially when you consider that The other guitar player is Mick Ralphs Who we mentioned before Was the uh, founding guitarist of Mob the Hoople And in the firm it's Jimmy Freaking Page Now this is my goat This is my my goat. goat right here However... Honestly, Bad Company's music is just better.
2: It's amazing. Uh,
1: it is. I mean, Jimmy Page is a legend to me, of course, super, ultra legend. But nothing he really did after Led Zeppelin captured me the same way. I mean, he was in a few different acts. He did uh, records with Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. He did, and even they weren't up to Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. And he right. did uh, David Coverdale, another one of your uh, your guys, mm-hmm. David Coverdale, Page Coverdale. And I'll take Bad Company over pretty much any of that stuff. They yeah. were that good. Uh, Rogers and Mick Ralphs and Boz Burrell on bass and Simon Kirk on drums a very tight group of excellent musicians the songs they had Stay With You and I did like The Firm honestly I, I don't oh, yeah. know much Free but I would take The Firm first The Free was sort of like a uh, almost like a poor relation to Bad Company I mean they're you know yeah, they're like an, they're like an un, they're like a bad company in the rough in a way uh, so, I would take your order the same. Bad company, the firm, and then free. Yeah.
0: Well, now that we've determined the pecking order, let's go on to song number seven by an artist that we have had on the show previously Dandelion. This one featuring Nocturnal. The song is De La Lune, and she is in Connecticut. The genre is pop. So, this track is highlighted by dreamy, ethereal, layered vocals over sparse piano and an electropop beat. There's an unexpected, well-placed rap break where Nocturnal tells the story in striking detail and Dandelion follows suit. This song expresses her political feelings about the abuses of power. This is De La Lune.
1: We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this
2: time.
3: The sun went down The sin went down The chandelier lights Made the room drown He sparks up a joint And blazes in the bed I wanna smash the Baccarat Crystal on his head And kill him dead I know that I should take the money And run And all the while
4: All in his biz the politics So I offered his hand how they lobby rich Well kiss and tail so she probably snitch. Grabbed him by the throat and he called a bitch Nervous in the limb she ain't walking right Knew too much pillow talks tonight Secrets that he told he ain't tell the state. Feels overwhelmed she's about to faint Falls to her knees as she scratched the pain Thinking to herself, time to face the fate As she prays to the gods that she sees the gates Will it all end here? Time to seize the date Lost her life cause she insecure Fell in love with the man cause she wanted more Now we on to see on her life was gold Now he on the be on the take her home. She went to find a man thought she's striking gold World at her hands and a life for goals Took a gamble on her own cause she liked the role Crossed the head of state now she pays the toll Told everything she know never let let me Monroe Started off warm now it starts to snow Secrets that he told finally start to blow Everywhere she goes she got no control Would do anything just to make it stop Everybody see the man that she hates on Fox Falls on her back cuz she faced the clock Start to lose the breath and she prays to God facing death You're obsessed with a mess you don't
3: wanna hear the rest Cause you tease and you lose and you figure out why I'm here, why I stay, like a statue just to please, it. I have dreams where I'm running in place to your face, all my hair hurt my pride, it's your nation that you lied, and your wife and your kids are oblivious, your touch is just too lascivious, And sometimes I'm feeling devious, like I have been acting previous, when I try to escape you, let me like a snake, when me cash like escape, gain my heart like a fake, and the glitz and the garish, are a bit 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 nightmarish, can you just be E.T.
0: Was Dandelion featuring Nocturnal? You can find Dandelion on Facebook at D A N D E L Y I
1: N. All right, that brings us to song number six, Blick. And that is actually an army of one From Geneva, Illinois A man named Andy Storch Who records and writes all his own music But he collaborates in some very unusual ways This particular one, though, is a planned collaboration Between Andy Blickfang And a very close personal friend of mine One of my oldest friends in the music business Sharon Rachman The music is Andy's The lyrics are Sharon's And, of course, she does the vocal Now, musically, Sharon is very eclectic But Andy tends to lead towards the Hard rock, pop, metal. As you will hear in this thundering song, which lives up to our show theme to a T, you bet I'm crazy. Blickfang on Facebook at Blickfang Rocks. It's time for History Strikes Back, a regular feature of ours, and for this one, as you know, we travel back in time to a particular year to review bands, music, charts, and pop culture, world events for the randomly selected year, and this time, the random number generator spit out 1999. You know the song, that actually came out much earlier, so what really did happen in 1999... Well, first of all, the most important thing, 1999 was designated the International Year of Older Persons. Well, they've got something right, okay? So they're throwing a bone to us uh, fossils here, get it? Uh, uh, apart from that, uh, there were a bunch of disasters and ugly... <laughs> 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 throwing a bone <laughs> to the do fossils. That? I did you just say do that? It. <laughs> sorry, it was spontaneous, I'm sorry. I liked spontaneous it. Spontaneous combustion. I really there.
0: enjoyed it.
1: Uh, You know, so they got that right, but apart from that, there are a bunch of disasters and ugly happenings that I'll spare you, but I did find a few items that aren't too depressing. Alright, on New Year's Day uh, That is not a U2 song cue, Christina <laughs> I
0: was going to say Don't start singing yeah.
1: Actually, you can It was yeah.
0: very close
1: Unless it was released that year In which case, we will sing it okay. <laughs> That's Which true. it wasn't, though But <laughs> no, it wasn't it was They not. had moved far on <laughs> yes. Euro currency is established Whoa, the My euro goodness. Remember that? Uh, 1999 Remember that? It's, not, it's still there, of course It's yeah. still around Yeah, European Central Bank assumes its full powers President Clinton was acquitted in impeachment proceedings April 20th Terrible Columbine High School Massacre. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Jeez. June 1st, Napster, a music downloading service, debuts. Now, this uh... used to be the, the enemy to me. I mean, you know, heavy metal band Metallica discovered a demo of their song, I Disappear, had been circulating across the network before it was released. This led to it being played on several radio stations and alerted Metallica to the fact that their entire back catalog of studio material was also available. In 2000, they filed a lawsuit against Napster. A month later, rapper and producer Dr. Dre shared a litigator with them and sued Napster. Napster settled the suit. July 16th, off the coast of Martha's Vineyard, a plane crashes, piloted by John F. Kennedy Jr., killing him and his wife and her sister. And uh, I, I still, the, as soon as I read that, I could see the image of him saluting. The casket of his slain father driving by a terrible, terrible image. November 30th, the ExxonMobil merger is completed, forming the largest corporation in the world. Remember Exxon? Oh, I remember. And all the way up to New Year's Eve. We had New Year's Day, now it's New Year's Eve. What happened? Boris Yeltsin resigned as president of Russia, leaving prime minister, guess who? Vladimir Putin as the acting president. See, it's different about Russia and other countries. They have presidents and prime ministers, and Mr. Putin has been one or the other, or both, ever since. (laughs) Yay! Term limit's obviously not a big thing in Russia. Uh, And there were uh, lots of celebrations all over the world. Think about it, it's 1999, what's coming up? New millennium. Now, they weren't celebrating Putin necessarily, but there were third millennium celebrations, and you purists out there who insist that a millennium doesn't start until oh one of any given thousand year period. Just just stop, okay? You <laughs> damn buzzkills. You're worse than Christina with that shit. Come on. <laughs> the millennium starts on the double O, okay? Sorry. You know, let us have our fun, okay? <laughs> I grew up in the various cinemas me mum managed. So, what was happening in 1999? Number one film, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. I think it was the last Star Wars movie I ever watched. You. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I gave up on that. The Sixth Sense, nice. That was great. Toy Story 2, The World is Not Enough. That's a James Bond picture with a song by Garbage that we might see later on. American Beauty, interestingly, the director of American Beauty, which is not exactly anybody's idea of a slam-bang action flick, went on to direct Skyfall That was Mr. Sam Mendes That is an
0: amazing movie American Beauty Is
1: it really? I have never seen it
0: It's It's horrific And gripping And heartbreaking It's So good
1: Wow Austin Powers The Ah. Spy Who Shagged Me and uh, Midsummer Night's Dream Also came out that year The one with uh, Kevin Klein And Michelle Pfeiffer Love oh, that Loved Kevin that. Kevin Klein And anything And hey A movie you turned me on to Bless your little heart South Park Bigger, Longer And uncut Blair Witch <laughs> Blair Witch Project There's the movie First rule about this movie Is you don't talk about it <laughs> Fight Club <laughs> Fight Club Never great, seen it Nope Never movie. seen it All these oh great movies God. You say I never saw And two remakes Were made that year 1959's House on Haunted Hill And 1963's The Haunting Both remade <laughs> Uh oh! Tim Burton movie that I didn't see, starring Johnny Depp. How is this possible? Well, of course, there's actually quite a few of them. But what do you say about Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp? Oh, and it was Christina Ricci?
0: really well done, and I love Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci.
1: I mean, and, Depp. And you got Johnny on, Depp. Now. I
0: mean, it's it, it's enemy it Tim, Tim Burton. I mean, you've yeah. got to watch it.
1: Galaxy Quest. Good year for movies. But let's see what the top ten albums of the year were. And originally, I was going to uh, limit the strikes uh, year. Things of 2000 Because I didn't think Anything good happened Beyond that But I did bump it up To 2005 So here we are The turn of the century The turn of the millennium And what do we got Number one album Britney freaking Spears Baby one more time
0: Okay I like Britney Spears I can't help myself
1: Wow okay See we admit stuff here Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love her I don't want
0: to But I really do
1: We don't do guilty pleasures here I admit you give her A good song and uh, you know the song that she basically had nothing to do with writing or playing or anything like that. And she really she can pull up toxic. She really can't sing. I, I bought the single of Toxic. That totally kicks ass. You know, Backstreet Boys Millennium. Will Smith. I think I have will a called Willennium, You know? <laughs> uh, Shania Twain. Come on over in sync. Mm-hmm. Ricky Martin, Santana, Supernatural. Finally, one I actually had. Santana, Supernatural is a good record. TLC, fan mail. Remember TLC? I love TLC. Yeah. I love it. Kid Rock, Devil Without a Cause. Mm -hmm. And the second one, another record that I actually had at one point, Eminem, the Slim Shady LP. Oh, hell yes. And you ever heard of Scooter? Fuck the Millennium. I don't know what it is. I just nope. love the title. And singles. The greatest band name of all time. Hey now, you're an all star. It's a game game on Go play. And we've oh, addressed yeah. that one before. Smash, Smash Mouth. Mouth yes. Can you imagine though? Seriously, if like the Beatles were named Smash Mouth, four lads from Liverpool. Oh, let's call ourselves Smash Mouth. I think it's a nice name, you know. Uh, and uh, Garbage, the world. Do you know this one? No, I don't think ah, so. Bond theme, the world. You know, you like garbage, I right? I love garbage. The world is not enough. Oh, beautiful song. Beautiful song. Uh-oh. Here we go. Metallica. Every day for something new. And nothing else matters. I should have started with that one, but I had to uh-huh. do some lead-in, you know. And in 1999, Blondie, after, what, 14 years since her last studio album, came back with No Exit and a live DVD. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Powerful, powerful comeback for the, uh, the second wave of Blondie, the second phase. Sixpence, None the Richer, one of my favorite pop songs of all time. Kiss me...
2: Beneath
1: the be twilight, lead me out on the moonlit floor. Dude, get the tempo right, or else you're gonna fuck up the song. Uh, sorry about the tempo. Everything's got the same tempo. I'm in my money, my pussy mode. Yeah,
0: so. I guess. Nice. Okay,
1: sorry. And they had another one, which is kind of similar. There she goes. So, yeah, beautiful stuff. Wonderful vocals.
5: Yeah.
1: That is some great pop. Seriously. Uh oh. Mr. Lenny Kravitz, American Woman, and Fly Away.
0: Oh. I want to fly, fly
2: away. away.
1: Power Man 5000 completely sailed right past me. I only just discovered them last year because they're... Oh, all- wow. Yeah, right? Uh, they had uh, When Worlds Collide. I discovered them last year because I was going to the Viper Room to see Knee Fox. And, of course, uh, in this day and age, you can research bands. You can listen to their songs ahead of time before you go see them. I couldn't do that like when I went to see Aerosmith in 1975. There was no... There was nothing. There was no YouTube. So I couldn't hear him, but I did do extensive research on Power Man 5000, so I knew pretty much the whole set they did. They were freaking fantastic. Nice. Little did I know at the time that Nehigh Fox, front woman who's an award-winning filmmaker and a multi-platinum songwriter, Chrissy Fox, is actually, like, married to Spider-One from Power Man 5000, oh. uh, who is Rob Zombie's younger brother. But Power Man 5000, just discovered him. Uh-oh. Eminem, my name is... My name is... My name is Dicka Dicka Slim Shady. So good. Share. Do you
0: believe in life after love?
5: I will not lower myself. I know myself. you're not a
1: fan. I will
4: not
0: lower myself. I don't uh, want to encourage that kind of behavior. Uh-huh. Britney hit me, baby, one more time.
5: Oh, it was nice. Yeah. yeah
1: one more time. Baby, one more time. We say we we say it loud and proud here. No guilty pleasures here. Backstreet Boys. I want
2: it that way. way. Tell me, me why. why.
1: Ain't nothing but a <laughs> heartache. Love Tell that song. Uh-oh. Another one we talked about uh, earlier on, featuring sampling. Wild, wild west. Ooh. When I'm rolling through the wild, wild, wild west. west. Once wild upon wild a time west. in the west. Man, man lost his damn mind in the west.
0: Our professor, P. Soup, is quite the rapper. And he actually writes his own raps and performs his own raps. And he's wicked tight. He spits ill rhymes. So you need to check him out on Reverb Nation, Professor P.
1: Soup. None of that was actually true. West, Jim West, Desperata, Rough Rider, no, you don't want nada, none of this, running brother in a six-gun in this, Buffalo Soldier, look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meets Jim West, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But uh, Big Willie style, yeah, good year for him. Living la vida loca. Mr. Ricky was up.
0: Inside, upside down. Living the Vida Loca. When I, when he was I, so hot then. I remember
1: it was all about him. It was. Oh, and the, the video, the dance, the whole bit. I read the Billboard Hot 100, and I knew maybe 10 of them, honestly. I, I somehow missed all that stuff. So, but, uh, eh, you know, music was kind of uh, on its uh, fizzling out a little bit, but we managed to wring a few good tunes out of it and some interesting movies and everything. So, 1999, the turn of the millennium. That's what was happening, and I certainly remember it well. We were all sitting around wondering, oh, big. Big news. What's going to happen? Y2K. Yeah. Remember that,
0: kids? I remember. What was going to happen? What's going to happen? Is the world going to end? Is everything going to blow up? It didn't.
1: I wasn't panicking, but honestly, there was some reason to think there could have been some trouble. So while there were celebrations all over the world, as we were saying, uh, everybody was kind of uh, holding their breath, waiting for Y2K, which of course became the subject of a number of songs, one of them by Big Willie style, but an amazing year, and I'm sure uh, it was only 20 years ago, so most of you were probably there. So yay, kids, you can finally share something with the old guy.
0: And from uh, 1999, we deviate and we go to song number five by a band called Kill Frenzy. And this is their second time on our show. Lots of second times today. And the song is called Controlled. They're from Cape Town, South Africa, and they are thrash metal. Now, remember, when we put a, a call for submissions, unless we specify it, we don't care what genre you are. Go ahead and submit if you fit our theme. So there are fast shifts in mood and tempo throughout the song that express the craziness of war and how we are controlled by the need to fight with each other in the name of a cause, policy, and politics. The double-kick, metal-drum stir-up visions of wars fought both internally and externally. The growling vocals bring this rage and torment to life. Here is Kill Frenzy with Controlled. Okay, that was Kill Frenzy you can find them on Facebook at Kill Frenzy S.A. Alright
1: that brings us to feature four the Partridge Effect and for this feature we look at family bands brothers, sisters, dads, moms any of that sort of thing and this one has the word "family" right in the band's name, so they're not—they're uh, making full disclosure here. This is one of those family things, like the Osmonds kind of thing. Sly and the Family Stone. How many stones were there? Well, there was Sly, the most prominent member. Freddie Stone, his brother, and Rose Stone, sister. The band also included the legendary Larry Graham. The genres—funk, psychedelic soul, rock, uh, acid—approach appealed to rock audiences as well as soul and funk audiences, and they were. Uh, Christina knows full well that they're an early favorite of mine, and. I I remember uh, people playing their songs at dances when I was a very young lad because they were active from 1966, when I was five, to 1975, and among their signatures, their hallmarks, wah-wah guitars, fuzzy bass lines, Larry Graham, church-styled organ lines, wicked horn riffs, gospel-styled singing, and they uh, were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993. They got the Rhythm and Blues Foundation Pioneer Award in 2001. Number 43 on Rolling Stone's greatest artist of all time, now that is extremely high for considering how many artists there are so they obviously rate very highly with Rolling Stone and because they were that exciting in that original and there was a tribute to them at the Grammy Awards in 2006 and thank goodness audiences in 2006 got to hear some really good rock and soul music 1967 they released their first album a whole new thing Featuring Underdog, Run, 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 I Cannot Make It. And 1968, one of their signature songs, Dance to the Music... Higher, I want to take you higher. Oh, come on. Don't burn, baby. I'll never fall in love again. Are you ready? Ride the rhythm. Uh, They were absolutely on fire then. 68, Life. 1969, Stand. Classic album, Everyday People. Come on, Everyday People. 71, There's a Riot Going On. Gorgeous song with an absolutely superb vocal, Family Affair. Mm. It's a family affair. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. Uh, Running Away. You caught me smiling. 1973, getting near the end of the band's tenure uh, together. I used to have this one. 1974, small talk. Time for living. Loose booty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 75, high on you. Crossword puzzle. And I get high on you. 1976, heard you missed me. Well, I'm back. 1979, another album. Back on the right track. 1982, ain't but the one way. Who in the funk do you think you are is on that one. And y'all. 1982, this is the last of the first wave. But wait, you're thinking, didn't you say 1975? Well, originally, uh, that was the end of the original Sly and the Family Stone. Sly uh, went into seclusion for a little while and came out and recorded the other albums named all up until 1982 with another group under that name, but it wasn't the uh, the family group. However, in 2011, he re-entered the music scene with I'm Back, Family and Friends. And, uh, and notable tunes of theirs uh, include a Dance to the Music, featuring Ray Manzarek. Hey! Everyday People featuring (gasps) Legend Alert, Goddess Alert, and (laughs) And Wilson, Wilson. who we all swoon over here. Yes. Uh, I Want to Take You Higher featuring Jeff Beck, who we also think very highly of around these parts, and Hot Fun in the Summertime. That was a real classic of theirs. All right, and that brings us to song number four by a band called... Re-lesser. No, that is not a typo. We were sitting here wondering how is it pronounced? Well, there it is on their Facebook page. Re-lesser, which is the Anglo-French root of the word release their genres are electronica hard rock industrial it sounds like a great mix and it is because this song starts out with a nice chilling 80s style synthesizer we were just sitting here singing the and in that vein then it comes in with a serious guitar punch and it's just going to propel you through the song is called calling and the narrator is on the edge and he appears to know it so enjoy Relesser. lesser And you can find Relesser on Facebook at Relesser, with two S's, Relesser Music.
0: Okay, so feature number five, second time that we are doing this feature, wouldn't it be Tweet? For this feature, we create our own supergroups and explain why it would
1: be Tweet. And let me take this opportunity to apologize for poaching Ann Wilson
0: when I heard you say Ann Wilson, something inside me died. So
1: (laughs) It was over for you. Yeah, I was like, you
0: know what? I can't have her as part of my super group, but that's okay. I have found some worthy participants. You
1: had to adapt and innovate. I can't wait to hear.
0: I did, but thank you for your apology. I accept it. I'll let you know when and if I forgive you. Mm
1: -hmm. And we'll see who you poach for me on this one. so.
0: So I think we should start with drums. So I'm going to start with drums. So uh, this particular drummer is, I think, maybe the greatest drummer of all time. And no one has ever played the way he did. No one at all. Just look at his kit. Watch him play for one minute and you'll know that you're watching an absolute master. And that is Neil Peart of Rush. So I have him on drums and I'm thinking, well, I've got to round out my rhythm section. So, this particular bassist is one for the ages. What he did with the bass was otherworldly. I wish I could replace the bass on all my favorite songs with a bass line from Chris
1: Squire. Ah, the fish, the legend.
0: The legend. There is no bass man like Chris Squire. I just... I mean, I had the pleasure of seeing him so many times with Yes... Um, and uh, he had just this persona and, and this just gravitas and this rock star pose. I mean, at the end of every show, he would get his base and he would just hold it above his head. And you he would j- he just waited for the warship and we would just follow suit. So I see Chris, even though he's no longer with us, holding up his green base and all of us just uh, falling in line. So... This, this of course, leads to a guitar player. So this is one of the most incredible and unique guitarists on the planet. The tone he achieves with this instrument, the precision with which he plays is second to none. You may have already guessed it, but you may not believe it. Brian May.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Before I give you my vocalist that Brian May and Chris Squire do backing vocals... So, he has a sexy, smooth, and intoxicating voice, and there is only one other voice that I may like as much or better than his, and that's George Michael. But, the person that I picked to lead my supergroup is Paul Rogers.
1: Ah, not a surprise! Not a a surprise. Frequent topic of discussion here... So that apparently a lot of people agree with you because every time somebody needs a singer, they call him. Correct,
0: because he's amazing. So that means Neil Peart on drums, Chris Squire on bass, Brian May on guitar, and Paul Rogers on vocals, for an absolute kick-ass, otherworldly supergroup called. What should we call it, David?
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's a good one. You had something, at least, for mine. But, boy, they are hard to come up with. I mean, there are some prog rock masters in there. Mm -hmm. Neil Neil and uh, Chris Squire, good heavens. And Brian May, who... If you listen to Enough Queen, you recognize the fact that the man can do anything. I mean, absolutely anything. and sing as well, and uh, just an incredible composer, and uh, he can write... Uh, he, well, he's my number three goat, and uh, now I I use my number one goat in my group, so number two guy, I'm probably coming for you next time.
0: I don't know, something cute and regal like, you know, Squire. That is my super group one. Of many supergroups And remember we cannot reuse So you will not be hearing any of these four gentlemen again We have to find new people So at some point we're going to have to be Digging a little deeper To find some people for our supergroup But That is feature number five, Wouldn't It Be Tweet?
1: And as in what I think to be an interesting bit of trivia, somebody sort of did this. The gentleman from my Wouldn't It Be Tweet supergroup, Paul McCartney, actually got together a group of all-stars. Now, Ringo does this every other year for the all-star band tour. But Paul McCartney, in 1999, recorded an album called Run, Devil, Run, a complete... 50s rockabilly throwback Carl Perkins covers on there and it's all that kind of music and the rule of the day was no rehearsals no thinking let's just get together and jam and who did he pick get a load of this from Deep Purple the the master himself Mr. Ian Pace on drums Paul McCartney of course on bass and vocals guitar oh what's his name again David freaking Gilmore that's who it is that was his band uh, just the three of them and somebody else but I mean those are the notable ones so he did a wooden tit beat tweet himself uh, and that's what we're trying to do to follow in his footsteps and that's an amazing band you have there I'd love to hear them alright song number three by a band called Autumn's Descent from Indianapolis Uh, their genre is modern electronic rock metal with industrial and gothic overtones why does that fit in with the lunacy theme I just don't know but it certainly does it does and I love this it's crisp it's snappy metal it is not muddy. It's not Alice in Freaking Chains. This is. Sh- so <laughs> Why do they keep coming up? <laughs> <laughs> you bring them up. <laughs> because the contrast, when I hear good stuff, I can't think about, wow, this is so much unlike Alice in Chains. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the revolt is on in the streets oh about my that comment. God. The people are throwing things at their computers. That's at this right. Point. All right. It has this really cool 80s, 90s metal sound, but for a kicker, really. Beautiful 60s-style harmonies. I love this track. By Autumn's Descent, and it's called Disillusioned.
0: So feature number six is a regular feature, hell yes or oh hell no, but this is the results. So for this feature, we consider bands and determine if we are advocates, hell yes, or detractors, oh hell no. We also ask you for your opinions on the band or artist and share the results. And this time it was the Eagles. So... Very interesting. Now, I would have thought that we would have received just tons and tons of feedback. This is probably one of those that received the least amount of comments, but the split is real, and it's there, and it's telling. Hell, yes. It's it's shocking. 48%. Hell, no. 2%. Neutral. 48%. Shocking. So it seems that people are like, eh, or they're like, yeah, and a couple are like, oh, fuck no. So the Eagles, a little bit of a polarizing band, um, but not as much as you would have thought. People aren't coming out in droves to support them, but people also aren't coming out in droves to say they hate them. <laughs> I guess they're fine. They're benign. They're benign. <laughs> to wow. at least 48% of people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that, right. I mean, they're like neutral. Yeah, it's I mean, forty-eight percent yeah. of the people of our respondents consider the eagles harmless. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Yeah, yeah, they're you know they're cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not painful or anything. They're precious. You know, they're, it's they're, fine. Yeah. Wow. Zombie. So
0: yeah, I mean, you know, I did expect more strong response to them. I thought people were going to say, "Are you kidding me? They're the most amazing." We did have you know the hell yeses. We're like, well. Yeah, of course the Eagles. What are you talking about? And the Hell No's were like, Are you kidding me? And the Neutrals were like, I mean...
2: <laughs> so...
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? And yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's... I don't think it's the fact, because a lot of my favorites are, you know, I wasn't around. I mean, I listen to music from composers who died, you know, 250 years ago. So it isn't that I grew up with them or anything necessarily, but I'm... I'm this is... The split uh, Split like we've never seen before Right I mean What was the Kiss one That was Most of them are pretty much All hell yes
0: Yeah There's Uh, a lot of hell yeses Which is always surprising We always think It's going to be polarizing And there's a lot of hell yeses
1: Even the Kiss one Wasn't this wide Which is really surprising I gotta say I love the Eagles I I know some people would uh, I won't use the usual Description of mouths Some people would say They were country And I don't think I really don't think That's fair to call them country Not even the good old country I think it was It's Kind of folk, it's kind of rock. It's soft rock. It's slightly southern uh, inflected, but thankfully without the twangy accents. And you know, this is a group with numerous lead vocalists, which is always a real plus for me. Yeah, they did. Some people like the Joe Walsh era because they rocked a little harder. Don't fact check me on this, please. But this is what I was told: that the Eagles had the number one and two best selling albums in the United States, uh, The Greatest Hits Volume One and Hotel California. That doesn't necessarily mean it's good because we have a lot of shit that sells millions and millions of copies. But I'm surprised that many people are, are down on the Eagles. These are people who wouldn't turn them off on the radio but wouldn't buy the records. Mm-hmm. And somehow the Eagles have sold a ton of records. So some people must li- a lot of people must like them enough to keep them in business. So, well, I uh, think
0: there is a lot of crossover. I do think there's a big country element to them that I do not like. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Although, I will say, when I heard the songs that are... What I would classify as country I was pretty young So I have an affection for them Not all of their stuff But they're some Seriously country shit And I think That's a good thing So they have the country They have the rock They have the easy listening And I think that is Where their popularity is Is they're hitting All these different marks And you know I mean That is a genius marketing tactic It makes perfect sense But for me If you're rock I want you to be rock If you're a country I want you to be country I don't own any Eagles albums
1: Oh I have a few I have a few It uh, It's interesting that um, You One of the songs you picked As your driving song Was by Joe Walsh But of course Apart from the Eagles, they mm-hmm. solo work, which they actually do perform some of his solo stuff live, oddly enough. I mean, you wouldn't expect them to do when they're playing together. But uh, they certainly rocked more when Joe Walsh came on board. But I never... It's, it, it's a perception thing. I never thought of them as country. Even when I hear, like, you can't hide your lion eyes. I don't think of that as country. I think of it as... You know, the soft rock, it must be because of the accents, uh, their lack of accents. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's soft rock to me. I, lo- I like the Eagles. I like uh, the soft stuff. Come on, uh, take it to the limit. That's a classic. That's a great song. Yeah. Multiple singers, multiple writers. I find that fascinating. I do have some of their stuff, so I'm hell yes with the Eagles. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're neutral. Face it. You're neutral. <laughs> I'm good.
0: Yeah, okay. they're good. So our homework is coming right up. So we'll see what you think of our latest and greatest
1: uh, this is probably going to be another polarizing one, I think.
0: I think probably. I think so. Don't show your hand, David. We can't tell them what Not you Not I. <laughs> so song number two is by a band called Bikini Cigarette. The song name is War. They are from Portugal. This is Alternative Rock. I have to tell you, I love this one. This song is the intersection of heavy blues and hard rock. It is profoundly emotional and communicates the trauma of war. The guitar has a gritty tone demonstrating the knowledge of blues idioms and metal sensibilities the male lead melodically communicates the anger fear and uncertainty of a soldier summoned to fight a war they don't believe in there is a spoken word letter from a soldier to his loved one and it invokes henry rollins this song is heartbreaking and insightful this is bikini cigarette with war So it is my distinct honor, privilege, and duty to announce song number one by a band called Purse Rock. The song name is Crazy. They are from Switzerland. This is Rock. And let me tell you a little bit about them. It's interesting because there's already been a preen break. This band broke up in 2015 after being together for three years. They returned in 2018 as Seven Vibes Journey, which is a progressive electro band focused on creating an all-senses experience which seeks to ignite consciousness. You can listen to their reincarnation at sevenvibesjourney.com. However, you can still find them on Facebook at Rock. So let me tell you about Crazy. Their sound is about 60% early U2 and 40% 90s goth. It's upbeat, up-tempo, and bouncy, despite its topic. I found the lyrics to be particularly provocative. The line, you'll find the truth is all you need to beat reality, to be very telling of the narrator's state of mind. The guitar is understated, yet creates a bold sound. The male vocal is melancholy, yet strident a la David Gahan. This song normalizes the crazy that lurks inside all of us.
1: It's time for the statement of the new Bow theme. This is the audience participation part. This is where you artists out there send your submissions to us to play on our wildly popular show, <laughs> Flock Down. Songs, preferably, the original intention was songs written and or recorded during... The quarantine, not necessarily about it. Uh, I mean, just if you wrote a song about you know stubbing your toe during, right. you know, because you're going to stub your toe the more you are in the house. So <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like finally, that's the fifth time. Damn it, I'm writing a song. That's about right. It. You know, uh, anything like that. Stubbing but your toe sucks ass. <laughs> it does. <yeah. laughs> stepping on a Lego. Write a song about uh, stepping right, on ooh, a Lego. That gonna, sucks. That's a bad one. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, or, uh, that was the original intention, but we've expanded it to include any songs because, you know, well, if we get submissions that fit that, great, we'll take them first. But just in case, we'll hedge our bets a little bit here with uh, uh, expanding these uh, submission and theme definition to include uh, songs that about being... Trapped, songs about being locked in, locked down, anything like that. And that, that really broadens it a bit. I mean, you know, you could be in jail. You could be, you know, stuck in, you know, whatever. A bad relationship. Bad relationship. Yeah. Um, that sort of, anything. But, uh, hey, if you wrote one during this uh Lengthy season of closures and quarantines and uh, sheltering in place and all that stuff, that would be uh, of prime interest to us. All right, so send us your song submissions if you possibly can, please, by Wednesday, November 2nd. September? uh, Hopefully, what? You
0: said November.
1: (laughs) Oh, so.
0: (laughs) You skipped ahead a few months.
1: Okay, yeah, you know, but not that that casual. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, okay, so get your submissions to us, if you possibly can, pretty please, by Wednesday, September 2nd, if you hear the show in time. Uh, hopefully, you get right on that, please. We're looking forward to playing your Flockdown Classics, and I guess it's over to you, Christina, huh?
0: That's true, and it's that part of the show that, sniff, sniff, makes me a little sad, but I'll be okay, because in two weeks, we'll do it all over again. This is Parting is Such Sweet Sorrow, and we give you homework... For our Hell Yes or Oh Hell No segment, which we do every show, this time we have selected a band that, you know, we think that there's going to be a strong response to, either for or against Hell Yes or Oh Hell No, and that is Nine Inch Nails. Are you... Team Trent Resner, or are you not Team Trent Resner? We'll be putting out the ad requesting your opinions and we hope that you will follow suit and let us know what you think and then tune in to the next show on September 11th and we will reveal the results.
1: All right, so it's time to wrap this puppy up in a neat little blanket. As Christina said, the next Birds of a Feather air date is September 11th. The next uh, Birds of a Feather winging it airs on September 11th. Fourth, so you listen to that one first, preferably. Yes. And then the following week, the next Birds of a Feather, and you can hear Birds of a Feather on all sorts of platforms: Apple Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, PodChaser, Castbox, something I can't pronounce, and more. Uh, and there are just so many out there. Uh, stick with Apple Podcast, Spotify. Uh, it doesn't matter, but uh, whatever is whatever is convenient for you. And you can also listen to the Surge Master Sessions, Butterflies and Hurricanes, and Butterflies and Hurricanes Indie Insurrection. The Hilderant Radio Show. In details, the Tilly Riddle Show. Flowing Backwards with Ian Moss and a bunch of crap I'm involved with. And Audrey's Mixtape Show in the soup Kitchen, I guess. And uh, Shock and Awe also on FusionMusicRadio.net or any of the platforms mentioned above. Unless, of course, they're not on there. And that only leaves for you to say...
0: Let's get the flock out of here.
5: This has been Birds of a Feather on Fusion Music Radio.